0: Uh, yes. yes, correct. Whoever said that, random <laughs> voice in the crowd.
1: And I'd like the rest of the panelists to introduce themselves as well.
2: Hello, I'm Patrick, also known as LXAK1287. LXAK,
1: I'm Blight. Uh, my name is Mike.
3: Uh, my screen name is Mana, but I'm Sam. Uh, my
4: name is Ben, uh, or Ben, sometimes. <laughs> also the original team. I'm Scott.
0: It always weirds me out because that's your actual name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bond. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're going to start off with some pretty simple stuff and show you the handy dandy pin quest. These lists all the uh, available pins both first party and third party available at the con. Um, you should have been handed some. If you don't we have a stack and you can get one. Uh, they were made by our lovely Evan Efren who is not here today. Um, but we'll have them at Merch Lite every day and most of the merches, and you can hand those out whenever you might need them. Uh, so to my panelists, I want to ask, what's your favorite pin from this PAX?
2: I think uh, my favorite so far has been the Golden Glitch, but that's maybe a little bit too obvious. Uh, so I'll have to go with up from Super Giant Games. I haven't, played, uh, I haven't played Pyre yet, but I, I purchased it. And I uh, really love uh, his little character design, so I think, I think that's probably my favorite so far.
1: Mine so far is actually the Due Process badge. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of a little bit more like the 80s-style movies, so this kind of reminds me of like a Judge Dredd badge, so it's pretty sweet to, to rock. Uh,
3: I think that my favorite is the center Sacrifice for Redemption pen, which has a super awesome name, but it's a bird. So... <laughs>
0: Uh, mine's also the Tizo, just because I couldn't tell if it was, like, a bat or a dragon or <laughs> an imp, apparently, and I just really like the color, so
3: they also that had does it, in, it for me. I have it in plush form. Shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, for me, I like the Outer Wilds from um, Anna It's just a great looking in I also kind of, I, I like the Banner Saga Pins quite a bit. Uh, I made
4: a few of them, and, uh, Uh, I like
5: the Ava Tyco pins just
0: because I always like Ava Tycho pins, but also it's very a little loop that so you can put in on them. Excellent, excellent. Um, if you could take any four pins and create it in a set that they could then sell, so your own show set, any pins, what would you do?
4: From this show. Anything on? Oh Live a little. <laughs>
0: I mean, mine would just be the D&D pins, because I like tabletop stuff, which is why I like Unplugged, but I'm doing East, so, you
3: know, <laughs> it works. I and would four deep crows. <laughs> just
0: four is that the four four only four four bird you want,
3: though? <laughs> yeah, just four deep crows. Okay.
2: Yeah, Twitch, the Twitch pins would be a pretty good set, too, probably.
4: Of oh, four. You can do all of the, the Welcome Home, like the first year logos. Yeah. So you could have, like, the Pax Odds, Welcome Home, the Unplugged, the uh, South Star, uh, and then the East 20
1: I'd love to put all of the LEs from this year together in some sort of infinity gauntlet of Dungeons and Dragons so I can just spin endlessly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're going to move forward. Um, We're going to talk about some trading basics. If any of you are new to the hobby, uh, this is listed on Penny Arcade's website as well. Um, It's just helpful to know what is and isn't an official pin because there's quite a few community pins being made now my entire lanyard is. Um, Anything made by Penny Arcade will have the logo on the back. And anyone selling Penny Arcade pins at their booth will also have that logo as well. So a lot of people make their own pins and buttons. Um, You also can only trade official pins with staff members. uh, So you can't trade a community pin for something off their lanyard.
2: Hey, really quick, how many uh, people here? this is the first time that you've traded pins? Oh, welcome to the hobby. Yeah. Thanks for coming.
3: Welcome to your doom.
6: And someone very new, such a friendly.
3: Yeah, you guys hear that? Hmm. We're friendly.
0: I mean, it comes off like that, but. <laughs>
6: else
0: to on? No? <laughs> <laughs> no? It's pretty succinct. Yeah. I just want to know, does anyone want to have a cheeseburger? And the answer is no, because cats are terrible.
3: Oh, my God, no. Whoa. Uh, None of the rehearsals included that. (laughs) Because I didn't want you to say no.
0: (laughs) Uh, We're going to go some more basic stuff. Um, How people handle their pins, how they transport them or store them. And does anyone have any examples of what they prefer to do?
2: I, I just started doing this for South this year, and it's a really convenient way of doing it. Um, some other people did it before me, so I just kind of stole their idea. But um, it works. Um, so they're just like Michael's um, inch thick. Pin, uh, I call them pin folios, but just little plastic folders with some corkboard in them. Stick them right through. Works out really well. Holds a lot of pins.
1: Yeah, those document cases are definitely really popular. If you've got like a good chunk of like some rare or ones that you take it don't take out all too often. Um, I've actually got a couple examples on uh, on the table here. Uh, Both of these are available from Blizzard. No, they didn't pay me for any of this. They just happen to make some good stuff. Um, One is a pin roll. Basically, it's just got a got a section on there for you to be able to put the pins on there. It's got a nice little felt cover to be able to cover up any of those ones that may have like soft eyeball bits that don't want to get rubbed off inside the bag.
2: Trigger warning.
1: The other is a much larger pin bag. Uh, It's got a whole big size sheets in there with little uh, Ziploc sections in between them to be able to put things like uh, locking pin backs. Okay, I'll open it. (laughs) Let us see what's inside. All right, we'll find it. So like for example there, got a couple of the Nintendo pins in there, all nice and neatly ordered. Really easy to get in and out. It's got a little Velcro top that ziplock uh, section down there in the bottom to be able to put any, like, backers, uh, locking back pins, rubber backs, whatever your soup du jour.
3: And then you don't need to go crazy, like, for the new guys. Like, if you only have, like, a handful of pins, please don't feel compelled to spend, you know, money. You can just get a lanyard. They're free. Yeah. Work. A couple lanyards work. Yeah, yeah, you can probably yeah more than a couple. You I can mean, have, you like, a 50 of them.
0: Every time you buy shoes.
3: You do? Exactly. <laughs> no, and no, no, cans, no. Yeah. no. How can we do? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so lanyards are perfectly acceptable, too. Honestly, that's the easiest way to trade pins when you're first starting out. Because they're there.
0: Locking backs. Yeah, are always they, locking backs. Are they backs. worth it, or are they Oh, my someone? God.
2: Worth every penny. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, it was, like, I think Amazon is the
4: best deal right now. You can get, like, 20 or 50 or 100 for, like, a couple bucks. Um, they'll save your budget. There have been situations where like, the mechanism side of it will like fail. Um, I mean that happens when you record stuff from China Masters uh, nature, like there will always be something failed to so, make right. sure you check typically what I do is um, with the up back, let's so see. Do, uh,
3: do you do you do a security tag? Yeah, pretty much. Like so,
4: uh, here. so on the back. See, I've got, the, I've got the metal back here. Um, you just kind of like tug it a little bit, and if it pops off, I would just replace it and throw that one away. Um, but if, if you can tug it a little bit and it's fine, then you should be good to go. Um, sort, uh, the only other thing to, to be concerned about is that if you get tugged on something, uh, sometimes it can pop off. Uh, just to make
3: sure that- You're not crazy for looking down at your lanyard every few minutes yeah. to make sure that you didn't lose your Leroy. <laughs>
4: I've
1: been doing it all day. Yeah, and some of you that may be familiar with, like, the Disney side of things, there are also, like, Allen wrench locking pinbacks that you can get from them. They're a little bit pricier. They do require a tool to get on and off, but because it uses basically a screw to hold on the position of the post, it doesn't go nowhere unless you want it to.
3: Also available on Amazon. Who also didn't pay us to do anything. Yeah. <laughs>
0: don't, don't buy
1: them from Penny Arcade.
4: They will gouge you on the price of that, the think back they
1: sell them. them. No, they're they're at Light if you need them.
3: They have website. They don't have them here. I, I, I swear I saw them this morning at yeah, Light. Yeah, they're, they're super pricey. They're, they're not. The
0: menu, they Unless you really need them. <laughs>
3: New, <laughs> <laughs> need them. New <laughs> folks, if you have a pin that you think needs <laughs> <he's> a locking <laughs> back, just come see see a veteran. Yeah. we'll give you a walking
0: back. Now to go into the basics a little bit more, what do you do if you have to trade with someone and they're
2: really difficult to trade with? Say
4: no. <laughs> no is okay. It is
2: okay to say no in pin trading because, it, you know, sometimes it might be a pin that you don't want to trade away. Sometimes it's a pin that has sentimental value to you. Sometimes they might just run up to you and introduce themselves poorly and grab your lanyard and Try to look without permission. It's okay to tell somebody no. You don't want to trade with them. Also, don't
4: let people grab your lanyard. Okay? <laughs> well, just, yeah. Just, just don't, don't touch other people's just <laughs> just landers.
1: Landers. Permission, ah. permission is important.
0: You're not wrong. Um, if a panelist is selling off most of their collection, are they still the ideal choice for putting together the panel when they're doing the opposite of collecting?
1: Reminder that these were questions that were submitted yeah. by the Penny Pal community for us to answer here.
0: Yeah, we're super friendly. Can you repeat uh, that? If a panelist is selling off most of their collection, are they still the ideal choice for putting together the panel? And they are doing the opposite of trading. It's called trading. You it one
6: more time? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's called trading, not hoarding. So do whatever you want with your pins.
2: Yeah. We're just happy to have you. And everybody values pins differently and everybody uses uh, the money from selling pins in different ways. And for some people they're able to sell pins and you know, 10 packs that they might not have been able to. So that see no problem with it.
4: Also not a cheap hobby. Oh, so, it's not. You know, it's
0: yeah, before you know it, you will have a lot more pins than you really thought you did. Uh-huh. And when you start realizing how much time or money you've spent on them, you might want to get a little something back.
5: Yeah, also, like, you don't look at, like, your wrench doesn't look as nice as the pins do, but it's probably more important to than they do. <laughs> <for. laughs> yeah. Travel the country, going back and forth capacities.
3: So become a pin hobo. <laughs> Ride the rails.
0: Budgeting. This is, a, this, is a, this is a dirty word. Or budgeting. So, budgeting is tough in this community because everyone has a different idea of what their budget can be, whether they're selling off their pins to fund their packs or they just want to get every single free pin at all that they can get.
2: Because um. originally, the, the original question we received was like, how, how would you suggest people budget? And it's hard because everybody has different objectives. And, and so it was hard for us to provide one concrete answer to that. So we're kind of expanding on that and going a little bit further with the subject.
3: Like for me, pins are kind of what I do at, at any packs. It's something that I'm super into. So when I'm planning my trip, I'm budgeting a, a substantial amount of money for pins, um, even before the pin quest is put out there. But there are plenty of people who are just starting out who don't really know. So you might come to a con with 50 60 bucks. And you can still do plenty of Penny Arcade with 50 or $60. You don't have to go, like, ham and spend tons of money.
1: Yeah, how many free pins do we have at this show?
2: Four at least.
3: I don't have an official number for that. Yeah, we don't have <laughs> an official number of free
2: pins, but there are at least four pins you can play to get. Mm-hmm. Um, due Process, uh, Oculus, um, Outer Wilds, and Golden Glitch. Oh, and uh, the Bellringer Angel It's also free.
0: Uh, you can play the Pillars of Eternity as well. Oh, yep. Get the shark, which I really
1: like. Yep. Yeah, so that's literally investing no money into it. That's just investing your time. Yep. And then you could use those to trade for anything that you do want.
3: Because there are plenty of people who don't want to wait in line. Mm-hmm. And will happily <laughs> trade you pins <laughs> to not wait in line.
5: Basically just like, hey, is month after you get your tax return, I probably got money
3: for this. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: Do your taxes. I that. <laughs> what are taxes? I thought you were
3: looking at that. I was like, I think Canada
0: still pays taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so pin economics, buying and selling pins. Uh, this is a topic that we really like a lot, but we have some resident experts here, uh, and sometimes we defer to them when they have you know good insight on in what we might be talking about. So one of the first questions that we got is, how do you determine the value of a pin? Um, we're gonna go.
1: <laughs> Live in the field. <laughs> a <recorder> <laughs> oh.
0: Oh. <gasps>
4: does the pin salute change over time? Yes it does. Skip
0: a slide. Yes. I <laughs>
4: think
0: I'm really I swear I work in IT. I
2: know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Forget you just saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Erase it from your mind. Okay.
0: Appreciate
3: it. And for putting on a suit. Yeah. Taking it seriously.
0: I mean, dressing up a lot better than we did. Totally. <laughs> so, um,
1: Economics is serious business. Yeah. yeah, but
0: values of the pin can really change from person to person. It's what you value them at. Um, I don't give a damn about the DLC, and I would never pay $1,500 for that pin. But some people really want to be a completionist or they want that pin, and they will pay that money for it or trade 40 pins for one. Mm. But values all, you know, to your perspective, so. We have a few more questions for digital SERP here. Came from the PIN community. Do PIN values change over time? You guys got a preview of
4: this already. (laughs) Uh-oh. Comes out to when a pin kind of locks into its long-term value. And the reason why pin values change so much in that first year is because of speculation. The time of most speculation is during the packs just when pins come out, just when people are figuring out, okay, I have to wait three hours for this pin, and I have to run to this panel, at this is to at that pin. You don't know at that point how many pins are out in the pin community versus going to be people who just happen to be at the right place at the right time, so during that era of uncertainty, pin values are going to fluctuate like crazy for individual pins. Eventually, through pin trading, through Loki Money pay, the pins will stabilize in value, but that does stay in here. So a pin dot in 2016 is probably not going to change
2: too much value between now and 2019, but a pin you got today is probably going to fluctuate for something. I think a good example of that is when Dark Place Brian first came out. There was a Kickstarter release pin, so the K- people that received their pins had them, and they were perceived at a higher value because the people that didn't back the Kickstarter didn't know how they could get it until much later on. When eventually it became a purchase pin, and the value dropped.
5: Or in like triad wars that we didn't know until the- okay. suddenly so they showed up online.
2: Or even like the you know the original show sets, you know at the time you're buying a thirty dollars show set, but because Penny Arcade was just starting at the time, you know, you know everybody thought it would be a really common pin, and now the original show sets can go for quite a bit of money, you know, or quite a bit of value, I should say.
1: Just like getting getting in the ground floor of any hobby. Yes. Yes. Is pin trading on an upward or
0: downward trend? We
6: have
3: so many videos. Yeah. Thanks, sir. <laughs>
0: an IT guy I can really appreciate the feature not a bug thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah one thing
5: too is like in a group that, that for the longest
4: time would do that type sort of thing where we would buy each other um, all the pins and then there wouldn't be much left to do. Um, recently we started trying to like trade each other for stuff. So for example my Australia cow um, I bought like the LDE and the show set and then we're going to trade later down the road for the Australia set and then the Australia LDE. So at least there's a little bit of movement where it's just not you buying everything.
5: Yeah. I think sometimes we like get in the habit of thinking that like all the people in this room or like on Slack are like the only people trading pins. So like if we're not the ones doing trading, like oh pin trading is down, but there's still like thousands of people out there who are getting into pins and collecting and trading
0: and whatnot, so. it has better things to do than coming. Yeah, <laughs> They're on the show floor right now getting all the pins you can. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah>.
3: This <laughs> is the actually
2: a... the best time to go pin hunting.
3: Just yeah. <laughs> because all the hardcore ones are here because they feel obligated to the community. So like now is the time like run. Go get them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Don't leave, please. <laughs> so to talk about some of the community stuff as well, um, just this is all listed on the pin quest that you should have handed, been handed. Uh, we have staff training tomorrow between 1 and 3 p.m. in the key room the easiest way to get the staff pins. This year there are several pins that are not available from staff trading. We'll cover those in a couple minutes. But we'll see those in a few minutes, yeah. Um,
6: foreshadowing.
0: Uh, We also have some community meetups this time uh, on Friday between 5.30 and 7.30 and Sunday between 3.30 and 5.30. It's by the Condor Escalator Lobby. So third floor, uh, upstairs, directly above us basically. Um, two flights up, and then that's where if you want to trade for some community pins or try to get other pins as well and trade with members of the community or just meet people, I'm probably going to have bagels. Yeah.
4: I flew Food bribes. 50
0: <laughs> bagels from New York you because I'm, leg- I'm legitimately a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> Utopia, bagels. Utopia bagels! I told you, buddy. Watch that BuzzFeed video. <laughs>
3: Something else to know about the uh, the staff trading event. If it's something that you want to participate in, East is a really big convention. Getting there ahead of time is really important. Otherwise, you might get there when it's capped, or you might have to wait a really long time to get in. Um, and then the community trading events, that's actually kind of what got me into this in the first place. Like, a year ago was when I went to my first community panel, and I think it was Wiggum and his glowing red hair that told me I should join the Slack channel and I should do all these things.
0: We actually did get a question, who has the best hair? We
3: did. Was it you? Well, I And mean, we
2: I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? I'm incredibly egotistical, so of course it's me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Obviously. Uh, we also have a podcast panel, which our very own Ben is on. I am. Yes. Uh, that is Friday at 8 o'clock in Cuttlefish as well, which is the room you're in. Mm. So, I
4: so hope you know that. It's a little meeting, however, because it's not us doing a podcast. It's actually a, an interactive game show. So, if you want to play for you get prizes...
0: Out Speaking of frieses, look underneath your seats right now. There's oh, don't disappoint there. them like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me. That's me.
0: I see you, Will. <laughs> nothing. Wow. Actually, everybody gets something except for you, Will.
5: You
0: can do that anyway. You get So let's talk about what people do with their pins besides just collect them and hoard them. Um, Quite a few people do very different things, uh, and they're pretty, pretty creative. Uh, We have some people that do cross stitches, and they've also done some for charity as well, and put the pins together and have a nice uh, display. Some people do themed displays as well.
1: Yeah, like, uh, we got a couple of the community pictures up there. You can see some people, like, wizards for a, a small stint did a bunch of Magic the Gathering pins. So there, you see the complete collection up there that some folks, like, want to get together. If that's, like, something that, like, you're genuinely interested in. Some people get a little more creative that oh, they want to, like, make a decoration, decorative, like, doily tree thing. I don't even know what to It's to a garland.
2: Discuss. Garland, yes.
3: It's okay. You don't need to
1: know. I learned a new word today.
2: <laughs> PAX is educational.
1: Uh, for those really important paxes, or like something that you want to commemorate, I know that like some people like they'll get their their badges signed, or like the the guidebook, uh, the the printed copy. If they've like met someone really important, or it was like really foundational for for their visit here, they can get that put together in a nice shadow box. Uh, Something that's often talked about a lot in the community of like, when can we get the best deals at Michael's to, to save the, the couple extra bucks off the top of that?
2: Amazon frames are pretty cheap too. I have a bunch of 16 by 16 frames I got from Amazon that, you know, they're cheap but pretty good quality, and you can just take the glass and the backer out of them. I used mat board that I got from uh, Pat Catans, which is another craft chain. That works pretty well. It's just a little bit tougher because mat board's a little bit more solid, but you can still poke through it. What do you think Are you
0: on it? By and Bagels. <laughs> 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 selling out. Listen, if you go to Utopia Bagels, you get a full Nova on a poppy seed bagel. You get that lox, the capers. Oh,
2: I don't crazy. think the lox it's would keep. <laughs> I mean, I don't think the lox would keep for the trip. When
0: <laughs> I mean, you come to New York, we'll go to my mom's, have some pasta, too. Okay,
2: okay. I'll come right over. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, i have is donuts.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> if you're getting a bagel no, this is
2: not, that's the bagel panel that's
3: tomorrow so welcome to Bagels
2: 101 we're changing gears
0: uh, we do want to hear from you guys if you have any questions especially you new people 101, so if you have any questions about the habit I guess because <laughs> there's a little bit of an addiction um, we want to hear
5: from you do we know if this microphone is plugged in
4: I don't know if we need it necessarily,
2: but. I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, go
3: ahead. Let's project.
4: Okay, to be honest,
2: yes. Yeah.
1: I thought this was about video game collecting. I didn't know anyone actually collect, collected the
3: pins. Well, you know. There's a bunch of us. Yeah. I I know, but i had like, my qualified women and oh, I kept getting them packs like, um, mm. It's like, uh,
1: because I've been attending packs since 2014. So.
2: Like, what would be the best pin to get this year?
1: Ooh, that is a great question.
2: So uh, I think a lot of, well, the, yeah, the LED pins would be a good call because the, the whole set of the spinning polyhedrals is pretty cool. Um, I would say the Golden Glitch is probably going to be the most desirable because it probably has the most, like, widespread appeal um, for everybody that goes to PAX conventions. That would be my guess.
1: To be honest, this Oh, yeah. It's like my ticket
3: costs a
0: lot of money. Probably the golden glitch. If I, mean, you could... I feel you. You can join Slack, and you know we have channels where you can sell your pins as well, and you can sell them to people in the community, so then you don't have to you know, have a portion of it taken out by eBay. And it's PayPal. something you can do as
3: well. A lot of people do sell their pins there.
2: And the community is really fair on pricing, too.
3: Because there's a lot of checks and balances. Like if you post on the community and like someone's asking an exorbitant amount of money for a pin, people are going to be like, hey, no. Yeah. That's ridiculous. If
4: you have Leroy Jenkins in a drawer, it's worth a lot. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anything by Blizzard, for the most part, yeah. is pretty good. Oh, yeah. So what exactly, oh. community- oh. Okay. Oh. what exactly
0: are community... What exactly are communities what is uh, There's no official status for them. Um, <laughs> basically, people have loved pins so much that we've started making our own, too. Um, we found out that it's not incredibly difficult, and we have a lot of talented artists inside the community as well. Um, so, this year I made a ginger pin. It's called a cool ginger. And he's wearing sunglasses because he's cool. <laughs> Very cool. And there's also a limited edition glitter one. So, yeah. come at me. Um, but basically, it, it's around different communities. There was a Uri on Ice pin because there was a group of people that really liked Uri on Ice. Um, there was a clam jam pen for the female and women
3: identifying exclusively member. for female identifying. <laughs> Any <he> pass? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look. I, I, I may have one too. Steak. <laughs> to
0: uh, so it depends. I mean, people made their own for both inside and outside of the community. It's not super difficult, and yeah, right. especially it's if, if right before packs a lot of people tend to get together and put in orders. Uh, to save a little bit of money, both on shipping and some of like the die fees and stuff like that, um, it's not super difficult. If you join Slack, we have a channel completely dedicated to community pins, and people are talking about them constantly, how to make them, that kind of stuff. We have artists that open up commissions for them too. So um. yeah, really the only rule is like don't
5: trade them for official penny Cafe pins unless like the other party actually like, you knows that it's not an official pin. It's, like really, don't trade the official pins with each other. Um, I mean, some might, but just make sure that other aware
2: it's community. The the biggest no no is do not trade a community pin to a staff member as part of a staff trade. <laughs> or put put a community pin on the, the staff trade table tomorrow. Only
3: official pins. But <laughs> there are official. there are so many community pins. Yeah. There's and like they're solid looking. The pretty pins. It, maybe. I mean, he's talking about this cool ginger, but, like, I know about this really cool-looking manta ray that, like, I think is super adorable. And there's, there's also a special edition one. Additional one. Oh, my God. Start with me about
4: ovals. I'll fight <laughs> on the stage.
3: Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, what's the um, uh, like the name of the, the backer, <laughs> the pin backer that you can buy on Amazon?
5: Because I lost a pin today that had some sentimental value. Oh, no. Oh, no. Which one was it? Um... It
4: was uh, the Jeff Callis pin from
0: 2013, okay. I think. It was like in this style of Jeff.
3: Um, I might yeah. have it for you. Say, uh, yeah. The reason I was asking is because I guarantee you in this room there's probably someone who would get that Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but um, so they're just called locking pin backs. If you just look type behind that you. Active, oh. uh, no, it wasn't that one. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Are you sure? Is this your
2: card? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: magic trick. Thank Community
4: you, magic. To answer your question, if you uh, just go on Amazon and look for uh, walking back, like metal walking backs for pins, you'll be able to find. Um, I guess, I yeah. Okay. Okay. They're super expensive. When you see
1: pictures of little silver top hats, you know that you found yes. the right spot. <laughs>
3: If you like really need them, they're so
5: expensive.
3: <laughs> they're they're the same style. Yep. Yeah. So what Penny Arcade does is they buy they buy them in bulk and then they package them in a cute little Penny Arcade package and they market way out. <laughs> they
2: don't want you to know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same exact.
2: Nope. Oh, right behind you.
1: We got actually gentlemen oh. back there. <laughs>
0: Um, we don't know because we're not
2: um, we, we've asked about like making an official community pin and it hasn't really led anywhere
3: so if you're looking for community members that have been successful in kind of bridging that gap um, the cookie brigade would be a good place to ask
2: because they've gotten
1: two of them done <laughs> More like uh, Kevin do you have the most experience I think
2: that at large
4: the community is small and the the amount of um, uh, reach that it would have for us to be able to, and that would be like an official payday thing, just isn't there. Um, if we filled the main theater, maybe, <laughs> but until that happens, it's probably not going to. End. Like for us anyway, to be able to answer that question. I think you generally have to be a legal entity. Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So you might have to be a legal entity as well, which we're not we're just fans of. We're just <laughs> So, uh, all right, uh, yep, right here. Yep,
2: yeah, go ahead. Uh,
0: what advice would you have to people
6: uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> the uh, uh, Novice collectors who are uh, kicking themselves for getting into the slate and
4: chasing after white whales, so opinions from cats the ruler, uh, that are now very difficult to know, uh, come by. Um, yeah, so for people who are- yeah, well, one thing that
5: uh, I don't think we mentioned very much the rest of this, but um, every year Penny Arcade uh, throws up on their uh, online store a thing called blind boxes that they do like a, they're a like subtle secret blind boxes um, and they sell out pretty quickly if they're popular, but basically um, it's usually around the holidays and it's just two random pins from like any set in the past. Um, basically the, from the pins that get traded back the staff at the staff grading like a pack. They'll clean them off or whatever and just put them in little bags and resell them to people. So that's a good way to get pens that
3: might not be available anywhere else at that time. Uh, Or or if you're looking for a specific pen, there's uh, pennypals.com. That's an entire website dedicated to this pen that's community run. Um, George Mungie. Thank you. Um, you can go on to pennypals.com and you can register your collection on there you can keep track of the pins you want and you can find people who have it available in theory (laughs) not everyone keeps it up to date and you can make offers and make trades online and it's like tracked by successful trades versus unsuccessful trades
1: yeah, it's a really good resource. Uh, personally, for me, it's helped me fill in a couple of my sections of the collection. My collection. I'm not someone that goes after it and I need to get everything. I've got a very finite list of things that really appeal to me that I want to go and find. That's been a really good resource. Uh, and just like they've been mentioning, like the double secret blind boxes are good to kind of build up on some some. Baseline extra pins that way if you wanted to add a couple of more to an existing trade to kind of sweeten the pot on your end, it can certainly help out in some of those situations where someone might be a little on the fence or apprehensive about a trade. Thank you.
4: To add on to his question, what if you don't have the pins to trade what
0: you want? So, uh, most packs, usually people do uh, a castle guy challenge where they take a castle guy pin, which relatively has no value, and they see what they can trade up with it. You ever hear of, like, the paperclip challenge? Trade it from a paperclip up to a house? Have you seen the
6: office?
0: Yeah. seen stuff
2: like that? I, uh, yeah. So. I, tr- I had success with that itself. I um, traded from a castle guy up to a blind merch, which is an LE 500. Um, and there were a few other people that did it. I think Fancy got all the way up to an automata. Does that sound right? The Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah the, oh, so yeah, the Kickstarter automata pen, which is also pretty rare. And... Uh, Crap! Somebody else did it too, and I forget what they did. So I apologize.
3: It's fun because we talked about it a little bit earlier. Value is really subjective in some ways. Like what I find valuable, you may not find valuable. So starting with something cheap and just seeing what happens is something you can do too. Unfortunately,
2: other people value. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So
3: that could actually, when I first started, there were a lot of pins that I really wanted and honestly, like, I just copped up the money.
2: Yeah. yeah, eBay's always an option, <laughs> unfortunately.
5: Yeah, just in general, I think, like, going for the sets, just, like, economically it makes a lot of sense. So, like, uh, at the main tax for booths, like, you'll find the show set for $30 for four pins, so instead of paying like, a lot of the uh, booths that the FCO Floor store like, $15 for one pin. Um, so just, like, going for sets, and then if you don't want the rest of the set, you can, like, and
0: you can go to staff trader too, and they won't have pins other than their actual staff set there too. So you can trade any official pin. So you could buy the show set and then trade one of those pins in and take one off their table. And every once in a while, they pull out and put rare pins on the table as well. So that's a good way to trade up. Um, uh, you have a question? Please. Oh well, just real quickly, don't are speaking as.
4: Uh, somebody who's for sure commercial light, Don't be afraid of commercial light to go every once in a while. Like it'll be more money that you'll you'll enjoy it now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> plus, That's fair. We've done a lot of trash talking.
4: Plus, uh, you know, if you spend hundred dollars to get your proof so there's that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, speaking as somebody who spent way really too much money on Disney pins in the past and and has avoided diving in because we're afraid of like spending all our money on. What would you, would you your recommendation then just like buy a show set and or like a tool or something to to trade, what would you recommend for like building up a few traders that aren't like
0: just a free tool or Normally there are some panels that give out pins as well. Generally because those are capped of a certain size, uh, those pins tend to be more valuable. Um, There are not any of those pins as packs. Honestly, it depends on how much you want to spend and like how much time you want to put into it. Obtaining all the free pins is a good way to start because uh, a lot of people don't want to put in that time. Um, they're not going to wait on a 45 to an hour minute, you know, an hour minute, an hour long line to get that pin. Uh, and then you can use the time that you spend as value in that pin now and trade for that.
3: My first packs a couple years ago, what I did is I started out with two of the show sets and then that was when, like, they had the moon guy and the balloon. That they had that set. I got two of the those. The
2: uh, twist, twistpin, capsy set. Yes, that
3: yeah. One. So I got two. I got two of each of those, and I just kind of was on the show floor. I had no idea this community existed. I didn't go to any staff trading events. I was just in lines, seeing pins on people's lanyards, and being like, "Hey, like, I like that. Do you like any of these?" And I traded my way up to all kinds of things. Like my entire thing with pins started with Jamie's Corgi pin. I traded a raccoon monster for it that I got from the behemoth booth. Like, it, it doesn't have to be super complicated. It can start off really simple. The only other thing I would say is I know sometimes, like, if you go into Slack, um,
5: some of the people who, like, have been in the community for a long time and have huge collections, they'll, like, offer to are like, hey, I'm going to patch, like, I'll bring uh, just fodder, people, just, like, random assortment of pins that, like, they're not trying to you know, get anything for. Um, and it'll be like, hey, if you want it, I'll just trade. you. Hey, it's a good way
2: to start off too, because like sometimes what somebody might consider a, a fodder pin is actually something you might want. So instead of trading it, then you just have it. So.
1: I like the ginger lookouts I don't
2: know why. <laughs> uh, I have no clue. No
3: reason. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Actually, I don't have a question. I just want to give the guy who gave me the
5: job. Something in oh,
0: he uh, left. Uh, Pedro left, left but yeah. he does work at Merch Light. So if you want to come by one morning, <laughs>
4: he, oh, he works at Merch Light. Yep.
0: he works at Main Merch. Oh, is it Main Merch? I'm, you know, I'm smart. Main Merch in the mornings.
3: In the mornings. <laughs> <laughs> I work in the mornings too,
4: so I don't. I don't well, stop by Merch Light and we'll get him to
6: him.
1: Okay. Yeah, Pedro Everyone shouldn't be hard to here. track down.
4: So I, actually, he'll be in the. Uh, night, the game show that I mentioned it's earlier. So shameless to that. plug. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That'll be five dollars go. for the
0: plug. Uh, well, Speaking pins go. as well. Uh, our very mm. own Kevin is doing a little competition mm. for his selfie hunt. Uh, it's basically bingo. Um, it's available on the forums and on Slack um, and here as well. Uh, if you want to take a picture of it. Basically fill out a line and he has a really cool cat taking a selfie pin. If you take a selfie
3: right now,
5: <laughs>
3: Can we also just appreciate that Kevin is also doing his own selfie hunt Yes so.
2: he, he didn't just take a pin out and set it aside You don't
4: actually have to be eating Or drinking
2: Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> Food just Holding in. You no, know, I mean, you can actually get good coffee and then just go to a
0: couple of phones. <laughs> oh boy. And you had a huge slap at me. Our friend. My
3: friend, Nice Hand, needs to leave now. Send that to Wachow. Right? Boston takes a bunch of
6: seriously. So you said that uh, you can trade up from a uh, folder into a variety to yep. of But
2: automatically, this doesn't work. Everybody can. So every time you trade folder for a rare pin, that means that somebody else was scammed or lost value from a rare to a lower pay. <laughs> so is this just a game
5: of how much do people remember or are aware of the value of the things? I I would say I I don't think that's necessarily true only because like, you know, food, I was saying people value things differently, so like
3: <laughs> it, like,
5: yeah, it, was, it was like only for that panel, yeah, that one. So like, <laughs>
6: and it was, um, like it was only at that panel. So a lot of people were still trying to get it. But like personally, I was not a fan, so I was like happy to trade it. So there are instances like that where,
5: um, you know, it might be a rare pin, but like someone just is interested in it, so they're perfectly happy to make a trade. But yeah, definitely don't like make sure that everyone is happy with the trade they're like, doing. You should check, yeah.
0: And you can always feel free to ask someone. As well, if they think uh, you, know, if you don't really know the perceived values of a pin, you can always ask someone in the community what they think of the trade as well. And you know, we're very happy to give you our opinions on things. So. One mm.
4: thing we're very good at
3: is giving people to We're really good with advice. advice. <laughs> so we, we will <laughs> give you our opinion
2: yeah.
3: whether or not it is I asked for. That, that, no. Yes, also, yeah. No, that yeah. If you feel like you're getting
2: undervalued, just say it's okay to say no.
3: call someone over and they think a, a trade is unfair, they will say like, that's not fair. Like, No one here is trying to help their friends scam. Oh yeah, no. No, no certainly not.
1: <laughs> we want everybody to have a good time. What are
5: my chances of getting a Robert Q bust?
1: All if you come to the community events,
0: it's not... It's not that rare? I mean, it's a little rare because it's older. And people
4: Which
3: one? There's
0: two of them too. Well,
2: the small ones. one or the big one? Because yeah. I have the small one right here.
3: So, the answer is come to the community. Yeah, pin exactly. events Because come honestly, to, all the pins community are there. <laughs> I,
0: I would assume that at least one of every single pin will be at the community events. So, yep. yep. you'll be able to find it.
2: Yep. yep.
3: Um, so, so uh, and it's in, you're a new person, right? I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so, I know everyone's crazy about enamel pins, but what's everyone's opinion on what? If you
1: like them, if you like them. You like them you yeah, that's rock totally cool. Yeah, that's all that matters is what you think.
0: Yeah, I, I'm personally not a huge fan, but it's because I started with these, so I never really collected buttons before that or anything like that. So, like, I know they're cool.
2: Oh, Wear them. Yeah, I know that like, they've done some cool things with like buttons for all of the different panel rooms here before, and I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Um, and, you know, there's there's definitely some really cool buttons out there. Also, if
5: you see like an older enforcer, they have like the giant coup face.
3: Of the <laughs> yeah. cool. So Penny Arcade themselves doesn't do any kind of official button pins, but no one's gonna. If you if you like a button, you rock that button with your Penny Arcade pins.
2: I mean, I've seen Disney pin trades done at Penny trade sessions. So like, and not for not for e- each other, but you know, some people trade Disney pins at the same time. So if you
3: have a cool enough button, I'll trade my ray for a cool button. Yeah. Or a challenge coin. Yeah. Just saying. Another shameless plug.
0: So this is, the, this is one of the pins it's on the pin quest, but it's a oh. chase set. These you can't get at staff trading. You actually have to find the staff members in the wild.
6: Uh,
2: so these are 100 at each show, right?
0: 100 of each pin at each show. Um, on the pin quest it has the individuals that you need to find and trade with. Uh, they're limited to how many are at each pack, and they're not solid gold.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so is it really worth it? No, you don't, you don't want to go after them at all. But I mean it's a golden T-Rex, so you get one.
5: In a suit. <laughs> and so this is, also, this is also a pitch for joining the Slack because this is actually a really Like, by the way, this, we're not posting about these four pins on the main website, like so just for you guys to disseminate the info for like this is kind of a cool secret thing we're doing for the community. So uh. they're also posting on Twitter where they are at certain times.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so keep an eye on their Twitters. I, I think somebody put together a list of all their Twitter accounts if you need them. <laughs> it's,
0: on the, it's on the forums
4: as
3: well, a yeah. list yeah. of all their
4: Twitter accounts. He's, so. he's
3: the hero that the PennyPals community needs. Yeah. It's not the one we deserve.
4: Well, like on the topic of this, related to your, to your question on how to get started, this is probably the perfect example of how to take a pin, you know, a fodder pin, and turn it into one that's worth hundreds of dollars. worth of gold.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
4: please, please don't buy it. Yeah.
2: And I guess we should say, too, like, we've used the term fodder a couple times, and fodder is just any really common pin.
0: Do we have any other questions?
2: Hey, Wiggum, where would you go to find us? Utopia Find
6: Utopia took- uh, Like,
2: where right Yeah, oh, well. i
1: Wiggum at Utopia Bagels on 34th
0: Street. Utopia on Utopia Boulevard. We're not really complicated in Queens. I mean, it's on Utopia, so it's called Utopia.
5: <laughs> I have a final question. What is
2: everyone's
0: overall favorite and not just at this show? But- uh, D&D Handker Sam,
2: because I like D&D. Dean yeah, I would also say D and, D and Ampersand, but I have a little bit of a story behind that one because I got two of them at the show they came out at. It was my first packs, and yeah, I had two of them. Yeah, and guess what? I traded them for Wiggum What? A Gabe and a Taiko, <laughs> boss pin from that year. Kid walked up and was like, "Hey, uh, I really want that Ampersand. Um, could I get a, a, a trade for a, a Gabe?" Sure, yeah, no problem. I don't know anything. It's so the first year I was trading. So you're saying I should have
0: children and make them trade with you?
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. So, so a <laughs> kid got two ampersands, and I got a Gabe and Tycho so Boss. I man.
0: will shave my face and look like a baby. Okay.
2: <laughs> it, it's not leaving my collection now, now that I have it back. It's my precious. Okay,
3: my precious. This is, this is such, like, a hard question.
4: It's Deep Crow. Come on now. <laughs> okay, um, look.
3: Okay, everyone knows that I, I really like Deep Crow. Deep Crow is my favorite. Like how many deep grows do you have? I don't want to say.
2: Okay. <laughs> that's fair. I put you on the spot. A lot. How many how many sinner sacrifice pins are you going to have by the end of the weekend?
3: I only bought one, but if you're trading it, hey. Yeah, I don't want to be a photo cliche of
5: mine, so there's the iced coffee temper. Oh. yeah. that's like drinking iced coffee in a ruined beanie, so it's all a blanket.
4: The Starbucks one is way better. (laughs)
3: I mean, it's kind of like, I hate saying this answer, but.
0: Listen, I'm a little bit of a hipster, so let's go with some <laughs> yeah, cold gray, you know, organic. No, look
3: at man bun. You're not a hipster. So I, I, a <laughs> I mean, what is it then? <laughs> no, honestly, I think my favorite pin is probably Oz Kemper, and it's only because of the way that I got it, because I got mine out of a blind box that my boyfriend got me for Christmas before I was even into this at all. Like, he got me two blind boxes for Christmas, and it came out of it, and I love him the most. I loved him the most before I even knew he was worth anything. (laughs) I just loved him the most.
0: Anyway, um, thank you all for coming, because that's about our hour. Uh, We're going to be hanging around outside again, so if you have any more questions or anything or want to trade some stuff, come hang out.
2: Selfie challenge.
1: Thank you for coming out,
0: everybody.
2: Thank you all for coming. We really appreciate it.
3: I'm like super excited for new faces, guys.
2: Yeah yeah thank you all for coming thank you for the new members of the community